Hi guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Today on the podcast, we have Anthony William, otherwise known as the medical medium. Anthony is a chronic illness expert, and he is the originator of the global celery juice movement, which is still, by the way, a humongous phenomenon. Uh, he's a New York Times bestselling author over and over again. He's written books. I can't even call them books. They are literally encyclopedias full of just extensive information. His newest book is for the brains called Brain Saver, and it's about brain saver protocols, cleanses, recipes to help heal your brain. He talks all about like uh, heavy metal toxicity, uh, gut health, uh, brain fog. I mean, I'm just skimming the surface. Uh, when Anthony was born, he was born with this unique ability to converse with what he calls the spirit of compassion, who provides him with extraordinarily advanced healing medical information that goes far beyond its time. Since the age of four, Anthony has been using his gift to see into people's conditions and then tell them and their doctors how to actually recover in their health. So his he was becoming so popular, his waiting list was becoming so long that now he just uses the information and puts them into books so everybody has this opportunity to heal. His unprecedented accuracy and success rate as the medical medium have earned him the trust and love of literally millions worldwide. Among them are movie stars, rock stars, professional athletes, and countless others, like average people like me. He is an invaluable research to doctors who need him for solving the most difficult medical cases. He is, I mean, he's just extraordinary. It's, it's actually, he is so fascinating. Uh, I really think you're going to enjoy this podcast and glean some information for whatever ailment you may have. Enjoy. There's always a trend, right? Like it was first, yeah. it's intermittent, then it's keto, it's this, it's that, that, and people jump on bandwagons. But you have been very consistent. Like you're not an intermittent fasting person. You've never said you were, right? No. Like, and you don't like no. it. By the way, neither am I. But, um, but that. But I, but I talk about, I talk about uh, why people get benefits. Right. Like, uh, you know, on my podcast and why, how it works. And I just released that big intermittent fasting, you know, uh, podcast episode. So, and I, and I give everybody what, what's going on so they know, so people aren't guessing. Well, so. it's funny that you, you said- Oh, hey, did we start yet? Oh, I don't even know. I, we could put this on because I think it's actually- <laughs> we, may as well, we, we may as well start. We might as well. Well, for those of you, by the way, this is the Anthony Williams. He's called the medical medium and he is he has a new series. I, I don't even know what you call it. New, a new series of encyclopedias called Brain Saver. It's, it's, if, you, if you have room on your shelf, you should you know, buy them. Uh, they are, it's beyond the, the information is so, like I said, so robust and you cut, and I'm going to do it, but by the way, there's going to be obviously a proper intro at the beginning. This is just me trying to like fill in a little bit here because I okay. went right in with you because I was just like, but, and by the way, I have to say, what do I call you? Medical medium? Do I call you Anthony? Do I call you Tony? What do you want to be called? AW. AW? That's fine. Okay. Sure. A.W., Anthony William, if you're announcing me, I guess. And then, you know, A.W., short, and, for short. And, okay, A.W., I like that. But it, it's going to be literally, 
it's going to be impossible to cover like there's, you have so much stuff there's impo- it's going to be impossible to cover you on one oh yeah i can't scratch the surface of the medical medium books and all the other information i put out there in the world's lectures and everything else it just you can't it's 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 volumes and volumes and volumes it's volumes and volumes like and, i don't even know like that's why i was kind of overwhelmed by how do we even break it down because if in this I have so much questions from everything else, but I know your focus is the brain saver. And even in that, it goes down into a rabbit hole. Could you cover anxiety, OCD, depression, uh, eating disorders? I mean, oh, oh my God, the eating eating disorder chapter is unlike anything else out there. It, it is it is going to be the most advanced eating disorder information out there in the world once people have it in their hands. It's yeah. Well, let's start with that because we're talking about that. Well, because I, like I said, I don't even know what we're going to be able to. We're, you're going to have to come on for like a series of twenty episodes because there's so yeah. Much of- we'll do. We'll do it. We'll come on again and come. We'll just talk about. We'll stuff just keep and- on talking about stuff. But like, I'm glad that you said the food, the the eating disorder, because you know what I noticed. I was just reading that part last night uh, and a little bit today. You were talking about there's like a thing with it, the adrenaline of what of why which I've never heard anybody make again, surprise, surprise. There was, I've never heard anyone make that connecting point to why people have it. Can you talk about that? Well, adrenaline is involved with all varieties of eating disorders. That's what's incredible about the information in here. So what happens is that if you hear like, for instance, if you're bulimic, right. And you're vomiting up your food, it takes an enormous amount of adrenaline to vomit. That's all adrenals. Your adrenals are actually right. creating the ability to vomit. But because that much adrenaline was released into the bloodstream and saturated the brain and vagus nerves for that person to propel the food out of them, that adrenaline gives the person a high really addictive it helps to aid in whatever emotionally they're suffering from in that moment it's like a drug it's treating a condition and so you become addicted to that adrenaline surge that adrenaline adrenaline high it's really intense goes right to the brain the vagus nerves central nervous system and saturates it and it allows that person to really get to that next level of getting out of wherever they are emotionally lifting themselves up, being able to propel the food out of them. That's all adrenaline. But the problem is, is that once an adrenaline surge starts to come down, you're coming down off the ride now. And and you go into that addiction low that you just had that addiction high. Now you're going to that addiction low. And then it prompts you to need to do it again. Mm. You want that euphoric feeling. You want that feeling, that high, and you don't even know what's happening. You don't even know. So, and that's just that variety of eating disorder. Like if you're bulimic, you're anorexic or, you know, and that's just that aspect of it. But the adrenal high, the adrenaline surge, the addiction is really hard to break. I mean, you can be, you can for years, you can be seeking counseling, seeking therapists, seeking psychiatrists, you're seeking help, you're seeking medications, you're trying to stop the bulimic cycle, you're going through hell and back. No one understands you. You're suffering. And it can go on and on. And it no one understands because 
it's in almost feels impossible to break it. Even when you know, emotionally and mentally, like, you know, as a person, like I have to stop doing this. Yeah, I have to somehow stop this. I talked to my therapist. I talked to my psychiatrist. I need to stop this. But it's people don't realize it. The psychiatrist doesn't realize it. The therapist doesn't realize it. The person going through it doesn't realize it. There's a serious adrenal addiction, adrenaline addiction occurring. And that's really hard to break. No one understands that. And so when you're in it and those surges coming and and you're doing that and you're throwing up your food every day or three times a day or five times a day or once a day, you're getting those adrenaline surges. And then when you see food with your eyes, you get an adrenaline surge. Adrenaline can start just, you go and sit at a dinner table with family or friends and you're suffering with this kind of eating disorder, your adrenaline's starting to rise. It's starting to rise up. The anticipation that A, you're going to be be vomiting and that takes a tremendous amount of adrenaline B there's so much around food as it is and that creates adrenaline that's just one one way the the adrenal addiction is and then there's other things too like for instance why are you bulimic why are you dealing with bulimia why are you dealing with anorexia why are you dealing with some kind of eating disorder whether it's mild to severe and there's a major scale you could be just the mildest version of that to the right. most severe version. Of that. But why are you suffering like that? Well, I talk about it in the books. It's the toxic heavy metals, it's the mercury, the aluminum, it's the copper inside the brain, emotional centers of the brain. I talk about that too. It's There are real reasons. And of course, emotional experiences, of course, emotional abuse, mental abuse, hardships, losses, uh, difficult struggles emotionally, all of that can happen too. It could be both. You can have the toxic heavy metals plus experiences that were really hard in your life. It can be both coupled together, making it really hard to break these these uh, eating disorders. But this is just, and I'm just scratching. Yeah, just scratching the surface. I yes, mean, compared course. to what's in here, I'm not talking about just the high fat diet. The adrenaline surges because you're because we're always eating high fats we don't realize it but when we eat high fatty foods adrenaline is released to thin out that blood to thin out that fat and we don't know that so that's why we get addicted to so many goodies people call it sugar they'll say i quit sugar for a while i was addicted to sugar they weren't eating tablespoons of sugar all day they didn't have a bowl of sugar and they were eating sugar they were eating sugar and fat combinations. They were eating cookies, cakes, and donuts, and treats, and bagels, and cream cheese. They were eating fat and sugar and didn't know it, but the fat was really behind that adrenaline, and they didn't know they were running on adrenaline. It's addictive. It's like, oh, I need another cakes and cookies and donuts. It must be the sugar that I'm addicted to. No, it's not. It's the fat surging the adrenaline addiction that's what you're addicted to. I need some more cakes and cookies and donuts. <clears throat> hey, my trainer told me I got to back off the sugar. Yeah, I'm not doing sugar anymore. It's not the sugar. Right, right, it's right. the fat creating the adrenaline surges. I mean, this is all advanced information. That's the thing with MM Info. It's to make the person an expert. You have to become an expert because you don't want somebody to control you. You don't want the industry to control you. You don't want to have to rely on doctors for every single thing because people can't afford a doctor's visit every single day. And 
And besides that, you want to become an expert no matter what. So you can teach your doctors. So you can ask your doctors for help in the right way. Meaning you can say to your doctor, but what about this? And remember, patients teach their doctors about their symptoms. I got tightness of the chest. I don't feel good. I feel lost and disconnected. I get a migraine in the back of my head. My back hurts once in a while. My tingles and numbness on my hands are bad. I spend most of my time needing to nap. They're teaching the doctors. They are. Doctors are just like, okay, I'm writing this down. You got tingles and numbness. You got, okay, aches and pains. Let me try to figure out a test for you. You want to become an expert you at your health. So you feel you're empowered. So you can walk out that door and just be like, I know what's wrong with me. And I want people to have that too. And that goes right down to eating disorders and everything. If you don't know, you have, if you don't know what's behind your eating disorder, you can be trapped in that eating disorder for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. You could have the eating disorder at age 15, have it at age 25, have it at age 35, and still be battling it like it was a demon from hell and you can't break it. And people don't understand. And they don't. I, I, I think we should probably even, I was just, when you were taught, when we were just talking about all these different things that are you, you cover, we just delved into that particular piece because I asked you, but why don't we even go back further and explain to my audience, uh, because maybe my audience doesn't know who you are because maybe they're Hello, living. Hello, <laughs> I'm Anthony William, yeah. the medical no, medium. Maybe they're nice living to meet you rock. guys. No, Happy to no, be here. But the reason why I'm saying that is like, tell what does that even mean? Like I was telling a couple of my friends, like I'm having the medical, uh, you know, and they're like, who, uh, who is that? Is that the guy, the celery juice guy? Like people know you for being the, the guy behind the phenomenon of the celery, of celery juice, right? Which was really kind yeah. of like, the break, you became a breakout star, so to speak, right? Like, yeah, that, well, well, here's the funny thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy, the celery juice guy, but make sure don't mention his name when you're drinking your celery juice behind closed doors and don't talk about your celery juice drinking anymore either. Let's keep it quiet. Every supermodel's drinking celery juice. Everybody's drinking celery juice, but don't say you're drinking celery juice anymore. Let's not give that guy one more ounce of credit because he, Here's a voice. He's a medium. Well, well, it's, anyway. yeah, that's funny you say that. First, <laughs> but you were the one. I mean, listen. That's how I began began to know you. Is because it became, you know, the celery juice became such a phenomenon, and it was like who who even thought of like who even put this out, and it was like this medical <laughs> medium guy. So why don't you just get, what is it? Can you just give people? an idea and me, like how this even the name came up, like give us your, your origin story. And then we can kind of like chronologically go through how we even got to the celery juice phenomenon, right? Your, your name is Anthony Williams, AKA medical medium. What does that mean? Okay. What does that mean? It, it goes back to childhood. It goes back to age four. It goes back to waking up one morning and I heard a voice. And the voice was just giving me information and information way beyond my understanding. That's the thing. So I would have to actually practice like age four, just trying to figure out what was that virus? Someone has a virus. I'm age four and I'm like viruses and I'm getting this information. I'm hearing the, the information perfectly clear from the outside. So it's not like inside my head. It's from the outside. And that made it really difficult in some ways too, because you feel like there's a person there every second. And 
Um, and anybody who's listening right now, they're like, okay, I'm done. Done. Okay. That was enough. <laughs> Uh, just know how many people have healed around the world. Millions, actually, with the information. I'm, I'm trying to keep people on. No, right exactly. Now you don't the, want ever, basically everyone to score into a different podcast. Yeah. No, but and the number one, number one best-selling books in the world in health to millions of copies around the world with no promotion, no prom big promotional campaign marketers, no like hiring big companies, nothing. Grassroots, organic grassroots people healing despite the opposition, despite everything else, word of mouth from people actually healing. There's a big difference. I don't do, I don't, you know, spend $500,000 a month in trying to get my books out there. I don't do that. It's literally people with their lives being saved and telling someone else, just in case someone doesn't realize like, well, I've, I've heard enough about his voice here. So no, no, it's but, true. But you're no, to your point. Yeah. I think it's true. Like that's what I was just talking to Dr. Unger, Junger, whatever you want to call them that like legit, like that's how you started. Like people like random people where you were, you were helping, but it was obviously like working because that's how word started to like, to kind of, to, to get out and word of mouth, like you started to build like a legitimately, like people started to know you because you were getting extreme results for people and like you were yeah. healing people. It's not the over 35 years of getting results for people, changing people's lives, getting them out of wheelchairs, getting them out of bed, getting moms out of bed. They couldn't take care of their children or feed their children anymore. Getting people off of mattress Island, changing the fabric of the alternative healing industry which is why I'm probably hated the most. And with all of that, with live saying, people getting information. Now, here's the thing. I'm not a smart guy. I've said this over and over again. I'm just a good listener. I hear the voice. I put all the information, which is unique and original, into the books, the Medical Meaning book series. I have to learn it at the same time it's coming through. So that's another thing people don't realize. I actually have to be like, okay, oh, dear God, what do I have to learn now? Hear the information, write it down, get it spot on to what's being said to me. And so I'm the messenger to getting that information out, you know, in the books, getting it to people. Other than that, that's all I am. And maybe, you know, a, a friend of mine was telling me, no, you don't understand. You fought to stay where you are right now. You, you, you're a strong guy, all this stuff. I'm like, fine, I'll take whatever credit you want to throw at me. That's fine. But really, I hear the voice and that voice gives me information to save lives. I'm not saving their lives. I'm just the person that was given this gift, which I called a curse my whole life, but be given this gift so I can get people better. And that's really what it is. And it's never been, Jennifer, it's never been the Anthony Williams show. I've been asked over and over again by TV industry and the Hollywood and everything else, we can do unbelievable TV series with you and have you working on people like you did all those years, all these things. And, and then I said, well, that'll just make it the Anthony Williams show. I need, I need it to be the information in the books, nothing cookie cut, nothing, you know, just no commercials, no nothing in the book. I need people to become experts and we have to save lives. I don't want to make this about Anthony. It can't be about the Anthony Williams show because then we're going to, we're not going to help as many people as we need to help. We'll just help a fraction. Once you lose touch of the person suffering and what it's like to be in their shoes and 
what they lost and quality of their life that they're dealing with. And they're on mattress island. You lose touch with that and you make it about you know, fame and blah. And it, 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 I can't live with myself with that. You know, I remember when I was four years old and spirit of compassion, spirit of compassion is SOC is short for spirit of compassion. And, and SOC said to me, um, you always have to think about the person suffering. I'm like, I don't want to think about the person suffering. I was a member, I was six, seven, eight years old. And I have to hear it all the time, but I don't want to think about a person suffering. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my skateboard. I want to go, I want to go fishing. I want to go whatever. You want to be a kid. I, I'm only a kid. I'm eight years yeah. old. It's like, you have to, you have to understand what suffering is. And you have to know that if you never experienced it, then you don't know what it's like to be in their shoes. So you have to be aware of that because, because it's about the mission is about getting that person the answer who's lost, feels hopeless, they're losing everything, they, they feel just horrendously sick, get them out of that, get them out of the woods. And I heard that growing up from SOC, and, and I had to make that a part of my mantra, that had to be a part of my mission all the time. And it wasn't about self-care. Every time I wanted to do something for myself, Spirit of Compassion would be like, oh, so okay, you just want to, your whole life's just going to be about what you want to do. Your whole life's going to be about what you want to do and your self-care and what, what fun you want to have and all that. And I learned fast from Spirit of Compassion that I had to be one of those people that it was, I had to be the caregiver. I had to be the person to get the information out there, try to save lives. It couldn't be about me going and you know, getting a massage three times a week and going to do, go on a spiritual tree every other week and exercising every day in every shape and form and, yeah, and, and engulfing myself in that. Spirit of Compassion said, you want to do that, then you'll be like one of the, the you know, people in the health industry that are you know, self-absorbed and they put some stuff out there for people hoping some trendy thing catches on. He said, don't do that. He said, just take care of the people you will figure out how to keep yourself going with this, with, with the tools I'm giving the people. You'll use those tools too, but you have to look out for everything. So then what happens? Like, is it voice, a female voice, a male voice? Are you like, is it at It's night? a male voice. It's a male voice. And that's the funny thing about that is, and I've always said that, said this to SOC. I said, Dave, well, if you weren't a human, <laughs> if you weren't a person that walked on this planet. If you read Medical Medium, uh, revised and expanded uh, the Medical Medium book, my, my story's in there. And if you weren't a, a human on this planet, like, how are you a man's voice? SOC said, that's what you needed to hear. You needed to hear a man's voice um, with this gift. Uh, and, and so, um, but every now and then I'm like, well, I'd like, can I change it out now? I'd like to hear a woman's yeah. voice or then, okay, whatever. It's just, it's not changeable. It's not interchangeable. It is what it and is it, since the beginning. That's, and do you hear it like all day at night? Like all, like how, what it's does all, it come to you? It's all the time. It's all the time. Like right so now it's, you're not hearing anything. No, no. It's all the time. It's now it's interjecting now. It's uh, when I'm around people, it's all the time. It's if a plane is flying by, if there's, if it's a private plane with 30 people on it, then it's you're getting readings from 30 people. If it's a jetline or commercial air flight, well, you know, going going across the sky and I happen to be sitting down outside or something, then it's getting readings from people on that flight. 
it just doesn't stop. If it's you're driving in a car, it's the person next to you at the red light. You're getting wow. information. Either side of you like that doesn't matter. If you go to a park, it's the same way. If you go into a store, it's the same way. And you can't shut um, it off. You just get people. You can't shut it off. I mean, I used to, I haven't been into a food store in quite a long time because I never leave it. You enter the food <laughs> store and then you're doing readings for people in the food store. And people are coming up. You like, you got to fix this. What's wrong with me here? How do I drink this celery juice? What do I do? And then uh, a 45 minute food shop will be a six hour food <laughs> shop. <laughs> leave the store and then i'm like i just collapse in my car and then i'm like yeah me home you know but i think um that's crazy but but it just comes through a lot can you see it like this like can you read me or is it po impossible because i'm not technically in front of you no it's always possible i could be watching a show on television like i was at my family's house fairly recently and they had the television on they're watching something and i'm just standing there and and it's coming through. But what's crazy is if it's an old show going back 20 years, 30 years, I'm getting a reading on their health in the moment where they were 20 years ago. So it's no like, way. okay, yeah, they had their gallbladder out. Oh, they just had this. They had, you know, their left kidney's not working that great. Or whatever it is, it's just coming through. And then, and then if I, if, if I'm not trying to distract and go into a different direction to get away from that, and we're still watching the same show and the same person on there, then Spirit of Compassion is telling me about their health right now in the moment. So it's not just 20 years ago, but their health right now in the moment. So how do you even watch including, a movie? How do you including if they died, including if they died. So if it's a, a show that's on 30 years ago and I'm getting a reading from their health 30 years ago, and then all of a sudden, wow. all of a sudden, if they died five years ago or something, then Oh, well, why aren't you giving me the reading of where they are now? Oh, because they, they passed away. So, yeah, it's intense. So how do you go to a party? Like, and I'm being like, how do you go to a party or, or, or go anywhere and enjoy yourself? Is it impossible? Because you're constantly getting, like, people are constantly it's, being the spirit of It's not compassion. easy to enjoy yourself. You're getting information about their emotional state, their mental state. You're getting information about um, their physical state, too, obviously. And you're getting information about all of it. And if the thing is, I don't spy. And I've said this a long time ago. I don't know if I said that in the books or somewhere else, but I don't spy. So spy means I don't start asking Spirit of Compassion private questions, you know, about the person. I mean, I essentially ask a lot of private questions, you know, uh, what about this with this person? What about that with this person? I don't, I don't do that. So I just receive what's coming and I have an ability to ask for more, but I don't do that. So I'm, by the way, I'm fascinated by you. Are you, are you the only person on the planet who can do this? Or do you know, have you met anybody else who does this? I, you know, I was doing a lecture over 20 years ago and somebody that was in the audience said there's, there's hundreds of people there. And somebody said, I got the same gift and I was like, awesome. <laughs> you get up here. I was like, I was like, I was like, you know, like, a, like, I don't know. 
rare exotic creature on the planet yeah. finding another rare exotic like a or unicorn it's like you're, you almost one. have an extinct species and it's like totally. this one bird this last bird left finds another one on the other side of the planet right. you're like oh my god so it's it the guy got up there and i was like all right all right you know you know bring somebody up what is spirit saying what is what is spirit saying to you about this bird? the guy's like well it doesn't really work that way i i have to be in the zone and i go wait a minute this gift you don't have to be in the zone i could be half dead right right spirit right. of compassion is still going to talk to me because it's not me in my head it's from the outside i could be i could be like shot like just boom on the ground i could be i don't drink i never drank but if i was a drinker i could be tanked on a floor totally pissed drunk and spirit of compassion is still going to give me the information. So this guy, this guy's like, well, I have to be kind of tuned in. I have to be honed in. I'm like, well, tell me, what is, what is your spirit saying? Tell me what's wrong with this person. I really don't know because I need to be uh, at home and I have to do a big meditation first. And I have to, I said, okay, go back into the audience. Right. I go that. I mean, I haven't found someone that can write volumes and volumes of unique original <laughs> medical information. That's advanced medical information that medical research and science is stealing and poaching. It, it's, it's, it's really remarkable, actually. They, pl they plagiarize and then they cite a study that actually has nothing to do with what they took out of the books. And what do you do they about actually that? Plagiarize. Can you do something? Can you see uh, yeah, somebody? Can and, can you, yeah, you can. And you don't? You can. Or you do? It, it depends on like, how much they're doing, what they're doing. I mean, right now, medical research and science are, they're taking so many pieces out of the books now. And, and it's actually, it's incredible when you think about it, what they're doing, um, but it's a huge project. Here, okay, here's how it works. I give everything I can for free. There's no paywalls with medical media. So it's all free, free, free. Go to the library and get the books, free. Everything's free. You can get these books at the library? Yeah, yeah. I, I've worked hard trying to get books into the library over the years, too. It's free. Everything's free, right? So there's no paywalls. There's no $10,000 courses and classes right. to take for medical meme. I don't withhold information that's life-saving and then package it up and be like, you got to buy it. Right. Or you can buy the book. Uh, I and mean, that's how people you make are, People are taking medical meme information to package up and trying to sell it. You know, there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of mischievous stuff done out there, but poaching and all that. But the point is is that it takes, it takes a, a, a lot of people that you have to bring on to tackle a project like that when medical research and science is plagiarizing and stealing and doing. And that means it's going to take me away from helping out more people in the moment. It's going to take my team away from helping out people like we do. It's constant free information 24-7. Sure, we can shut down medical medium. I could use my whole team to then go after the bad guys. Right, right, right. But <laughs> but are you rather okay, not? Sure, to, okay, sure, yeah. okay. It's, not, it's yeah. pointless. So how, wait, so then are you, in your business, besides selling your books? And, and you know what? And I might have to do that. I'm not saying I'm not going to do that, but I might have to do that someday. If people constantly but, take your information, it, Yeah, sure. I mean, the but yeah, so it's, 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 there's so much high, like, they don't cite it back to the books. They don't cite it back to the information where they plagiarized it. They don't cite it back to the information that's, that's in the, in the books and the other published information they've done. They, they don't even have any studies behind it or, or they, they rarely cite something when they cite something, it's not even anything to do with what they took out of here. 
the point is it's a big game, but it's sad because they're so desperate. Medical research and science is so desperate for information because they don't know why people are sick. Cause unknown, cause unknown, cause unknown, cause unknown, cause unknown. So much so that they, they, they had to steal from the books. And then the alternative medicine people steal from the books. Incredible. They'll stab you in the back by, you know, talking crap about you because you're the medical medium. And then they'll literally take your information. They'll say toxic heavy metals creates psoriasis. There's no study. There's no science research that prove that. There's no papers out there that prove that. That's MM info published. But you'll see some alternative doctor and some podcasts say, well, heavy metals, you know, gives you psoriasis. It's like, are you... Are you serious? You can live with yourself? You literally took it out of the books. You know, at the same time. Were you the first to actually say that? Because I that's because I have psoriasis or not eczema. And that's what I I mean, that's what they I thought it was, heavy metals. And that's what doctors have told. Like functional medicine doctors were like, we yeah, you gotta get bunch, functional medicine doctors that got it from published medical medium information. And then they talked about it on podcasts and it spread around to more alternative doctors, but it all originates from medical medium. When did you first start talking but that's, about but that? that? Jennifer, that's just one thing. Yeah. One thing. And this is, so this is how kind of sinister it all is. Now, why is it sinister? Oh, because I want the credit because I have a big ego. No, because they're not getting the people, the information on how to fix it. And they're not giving them the rest of the detailed information. Details matter. They're not citing it back to the source. So someone has a shot to heal their psoriasis or whatever it is that they're, they're poaching the info to, whatever Ill, ailment condition. So they're not giving the person on Mattress Island, the person suffering a chance to heal. So that person instead, he, here's a tidbit, heavy metals create psoriasis. They don't know how to remove them properly. They don't know which metals. They don't know what else is creating their psoriasis with the heavy metals. They don't know all the detailed information and they don't have a shot to heal. But- that so-called podcast doctor, practitioner, whoever it is, functional medicine doctor, they kind of look kind of smart in the moment. They could have never come up with that info themselves because there's no study. There's no nothing to show for it. It's published here first. But it gives them like a little shiny badge of, yeah, I'm a smart functional medicine doctor, even though, you know, basically I'm a fraud, right? But they won't say that. And and so the minute I put my information out, it gets stolen faster now. Here's what's incredible. All I have to do is just put anything medical medium out, all original, every time I even speak, because it's coming from spirit of compassion, and they steal it fast now. It's about who's listening to you too. So there's so many poachers now listening to the medical medium information, looking into the books, that it's, it's thefting like never seen before that we've ever seen before. But, and there you go. It's all part of it. When I do a podcast and I put new information out, it's all of a sudden going around. And now some functional doctors, some other person, some healers now claiming that, you know, hey, this is this. And they said, and this is what we live with. It's all lost. It's down the drain. They'll never find their way to the medical medium. And then here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you're more popular. You know, you know what? You know, people. it's true. <laughs> It's true. There are more, more, more medical medium books, <laughs> more medical medium books sold around the world than anything else. Exactly. I, than anything else in health. So you're right. The, but the still, truth is nobody more. I mean, there's a, I can think of two doctors that I, I know who are very, very popular, but still 
probably not as popular as you, but one doctor specifically, he has like 10 New York Times bestseller book, bestselling books. He talks about lots of the same. They're all, yeah, they're all eat better books. Yeah. yeah you know, and, <laughs> they're it, 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 or it's like whatever the trend of the, of the, of no the processed foods, no processed foods. Yep. Is, exactly. Know, it's the same information. No, that's Don't cool. eat this. Don't eat that. But you give a lot of like, inf- I mean, your stuff is very in depth. Let's put it that way. And I think that I, I I don't know. Like, I think you're the most popular. I mean, like, there's no way you can argue the amount of information. Even one book of yours is equivalent to somebody's 20 books, really. I mean, it's so much information in these things. Well, here here's, like, you know, like, every now and then when somebody will say to me, they'll be like, oh, he's just, he's just uh, condescending and he's got an ego and he's just, he's just, you know, whatever. But they don't realize, here's what drives me here's what drives me to even talking about this. The person looking for answers may find medical medium, but may find medical medium five years later after they suffered greatly, great losses. Their health went downhill. They've been injured by things that they've used and done. It took them or sometimes 10 years to find the answers. You can go on the merry-go-round and get sidetracked, go down different lanes, because of poachers and because of all that's happening out there. And you may never find your way back for five, 10 years, 20 years. And then sure, I wish I knew this information 20 years ago. Why didn't that functional medicine doctor, that alternative doctor that was poaching the info because of their ego and everything else and jealousy, why didn't they tell me where it came from? I could have got myself better thousands of dollars ago, uh, 10 years ago, and that's the part that eats me alive. It breaks my heart what people go through. That's why I sit here and even talk about this. Other than that, I would I would just be like, fine, you want to steal it? Go ahead. And you know what? You know you're doing something wrong. You live with it, you know, and fine, whatever. But medical medium, yes, well-known, more books around the planet than anybody in health, but I'm still a dirty secret. I'm the dirty secret. Drink my celery juice. Don't cite the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, 16 ounces on an empty stomach. Don't cite the guy. Um, toxic heavy metals causing ADHD, Alzheimer's. Don't cite the guy. Even though the guy is the only one that said toxic heavy metals are responsible for Alzheimer's. Don't cite them. Were you the only it's, one to say that? Yes. And then the spiritual discrimination. Here's the other thing that's incredible. Everybody's so spiritual now. Everybody, everybody's doing yoga, everybody's doing meditation, everybody's doing breath work, everybody's so spiritual, right? And I support it all because I want people to be spiritual and search for their spiritual self and and grow and everything else spiritually. But yeah, why is it so hard for so many people then just to accept that I hear a voice since age four, people are getting out of their wheelchairs since I was age four because of the information. The books are packed with spiritual and incredible physical, metaphysical information from above. Um, I know because I'm also learning from it. I'm I'm just a messenger. I don't create the information. So I'm blown away every minute by the information when it comes through. And then, and I can have my own opinion to the information. I could say, this is incredible because, because it's not mine. It's from above, you know, from spirit of compassion. But the point is, is that with all this said and done, why do I get so much spiritual discrimination, spiritual racism? Why do I get so much spiritual racism and discrimination towards me? So you can be like, oh, I'm at a retreat. And I'm, I'm like, you know, watching Sunset with 10 other people. We're all doing yoga. 
pass the ayahuasca around. Whoa, I'm having the best experience of my life. I'm totally spiritual. Oh, medical medium. Here's the voice. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. You know, like in, but yet. That's funny. <laughs> that's how, that's incredible. And I've been doing this for over 35 years, lecturing, teaching. The industry is completely changed because of medical medium information going all the way back 35 years ago. You think, you think the whole mercury amalgams in people's mouth of being bad, you think that just happened organically? That was 35 plus years ago of me literally lecturing about don't do the mercury fillings. I was ostracized for that. I remember being at one lecture and there was dentists there. There were sick people there, all kinds of people. And I, they almost literally beat me to death because I went after the mercury fillings in people's teeth back 35 plus years ago. And here's what's crazy is it's shaped because of MM info. And I've been just this like, I got a, I was born with a kick me sign on my back. I still walk around with it. It's there every day when these brain saver books get out there and people are mind blown, still going to have the kick me sign on my back. <laughs> But who's you're laughing the all the way? But you're, who's laughing? <laughs> because you're the one who's like selling more books than anybody out there on the planet. Like, how many books would you say you've sold in the last? It's 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 million, in the millions. millions. I mean, uh, there's a there's a gold stamp on the book. I see right? that millions from of the publisher. Sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's it's those gold stamps. They just you just can't put those gold no, stamps and, on and your books. Your publisher must adore you, love you. Like, who is your publisher? I don't even know who your. Well, here's the thing. You know, here's the thing, right? It's like, it's like, um, when it comes down to it. Oh, your Hay House. My every, God. every. You're keeping the, Hay House in business. Here's what, here's what we do, right? Here's what Spirit Compassion I do. It's like more people get the books, the more I can, the more I can take any small percentage of that and I can create free information all the time. And I could bring a team on that I have to pay out of my own pocket and create free information. I'm told every day you have to create firewalls, pay firewalls. You have to charge for huge, you have to create huge programs because everybody else is, you have to charge $10,000, $3,000 a program. For the funnels, you, right? You have to do this. You can't use just your small, tiny little percentage because authors don't notoriously don't make money. You don't make money selling books. You make money selling other things. Right. And Unless you're selling millions of books like you are. Well, yeah, you make, you make a, still a it's a fraction. Yeah, I mean, it's a fraction. It's such a small percentage. It's ridiculous. Right. But that small percentage goes into all of it goes into how do we save lives? How do we put so much free information out there? How do I pay a crew, a team to help me? You know, how how team, I work, I worked, I worked 20 plus hours a day, right? 20 plus hours, 22 hour days, 19 hour days. 18 hour days, 21 hour days, seven days a week, no vacation. Ask me when the last time I had a vacation was. Right. I didn't have one. Well, wait, how's your, Never how's your health? I mean, what is the spirit of compassion telling you? All this is probably going to kill me. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> so say, anyway, are you going to die? Anyway. Are you going to die of a heart attack? Like what is your health? Yeah, let's, let's, let's hope not. Right. And so what is your health? So what anyway. is your health? I'm curious. What is your health? Are you in great health because of this? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm happy. I'm healthy. Right. I can work 20 hours a day, 22 hours a day, seven days a week. I can sleep sometimes a half an hour. I don't recommend that for anybody. It's bad. You don't do that. Don't do that. But I use the medical medium tools to be able to burn the candle at four ends. 
and they keep on pushing it and pushing it. Because in this lifetime, I want this information out there. I'm not going to be here forever. No one's going to be here forever. And I have to get everything out I possibly can so that when I leave here, someone has a chance. They just have a chance no matter what. And yeah, millions of books, but every author knows it's a joke what you make off of books. It's a tiny fraction. It's literally nothing. And then that nothing you invest, like me, I invested back into the people to help me, to the energy that needs all of it that has to be done for free information. So what it is, it's an endeavor to create. I got a friend. I got a billionaire friend, right? And the billionaire friend was telling me, you have to stop doing this. And I said, what are you talking about? He says, you have to start charging everywhere and anyhow, like anybody else would. And they do. And I said, I can't do that. He said, you're taking your small little tiny percentage of being an author, just like every other author has that small percentage. And you're putting it only into creating free information for everybody else practically. You're, 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 you're just doing that. You're, you have to stop. You have to be smart. Any author in the right mind would make sure that they would just be doing an entirely different thing if they made a small percentage out of their books. They would be, you can't take your small, tiny percentage and, and, and stick it back into your company, which is the medical medium company, right? Me, and stick it back into the chronic illness, free everything, free everything, create free, do this for free, all of this. He said, you're, what, what kind of life is that? And I said, I have to do that. I have to. I can't charge for a $10,000 course. He says, if you do a $10,000 course, Jennifer, and you even have 10,000 people sign up to a $10,000 course, he said, do the math. Even a thousand people, you'd, you'd crush yeah. it. Yeah. Have, yeah. And, and I said, I can't do it. Can't do it. Not going to do what it. What I'm surprised that you haven't done, which most people, I mean, maybe you have, it's in the works, but I'm surprised you don't have your own line of like celery juice or, you yeah. know, like, or like a, or some type of like product line of like, Everybody thinks I own every celery farm. Do you? You should buy <laughs> well, one. Not, no, I don't. Okay. I don't own one celery farm. I don't. But you should be, has anyone approached you about doing a product line? The zillion people. And you just won't do it or you're not interested? No, I won't make a medical medium product line, you know, and maybe I will someday, but I won't now. No, I won't do it. I won't make a medical medium. People tell me if you made a medical medium product line, oh, ho, ho, you would, you would do so great. Yeah, you would crush you would, it. And yeah. everybody else is making their own product line. Why aren't you? Yeah. And it'd be like, yeah. because, you know, you just, look, it's like, I'm, I can't make this about me. I have to be very cautious. You know, when I leave here, I have to know when I'm on my last moments here on this earth, I have to know that I did everything I could in every way to just focus on the person who's suffering and struggling, who doesn't have any peace of mind. Their heart is heavy. They've been through hell and back. They've fought their way and then been thrown backwards. They've been mistreated. They've been discriminated against by the medical industry. They've been told it's all in their head. Everything about it, they've lost so much in their lives. If you take your eye off that and you start going in 10 different directions, you're going you're gonna to drop that ball. You may look like you still care about people. You may seem like you do, but you're only going to give them 
5% because you're going to have to give your company everything it's got, all your different things you're making, all your t-shirts you're making, you know, the medical medium brand t-shirts. I don't have those, but you want to start a whole thing there. You want to go into merch. You want to go into heavy merch. Then you're going to be so consumed with all those business aspects of it that other people are, then you're going to pretend to be compassionate. But are you really going to still be able to get that light out to people, like to hold them in that light? You know, every night before I go to bed, I send light to everybody who's suffering. I say to Spirit of Compassion, please, please just send a ball of light out there. And the people who are in their bed and they're struggling, suffering, and they're on Mattress Island and Couch Island, and people don't understand what they're going through, and they've been to 10 doctors or more, send somebody the light. Send someone the light that needs it. Every night I go to bed like that. Am I still going to be able to do that if I go into big marketing, promotion land, big lines of all kinds of things, t-shirt lines, merch lines, uh, redoing my website with all kinds line, of- Just like one thing, like one, one product. I'll do it with you. We'll be 50-50 <laughs> partners. We could do a celery juice line together and I'll do all the work and all you need to do. Just never, <laughs> never make it HPP. I know, look, here's the thing. I don't have a lot of friends because I look out for the chronically ill so much that I go against things that are in the industry, right? Right. So right. I'm against caffeine. I know. I don't want anybody to be upset right now who's listening to this right now and thinks anything bad about me because of that. But I go, I, and now everybody's, now people are starting to take that caffeine information. They're starting to talk about it now. They don't cite MM. But anyway, I'm against the caffeine. I'm against uh, the, the apple cider vinegar. And I know anybody who's jumping around right now in their, their mind and they're like, wait, why? That's so good for you. My doctor says this, that. There, I have detailed information. Like Talk about why it. It's I, not I have it. Yeah, the, the way, brain saver books that are packed with this information. But talk about and that. The, you hate eggs. Eggs are your number one food source that you can't stand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, I love eggs. It's not the egg's fault. And it's not the egg. I but love you don't, eggs. You don't think people should be eating I don't eggs. eat eggs. I don't right. eat eggs. I, but I, that's the whole thing. You know, it's like the eggs were a tool used by the medical industry, classified medical industry, early, really early on in the early 1900s to raise pathogens. And then those pathogens somehow got out and everybody's got Epstein-Barr, cytomegalovirus, shingles virus, HHV-6, HHV-7, HH, undiscovered HHV-10 through 16 uh, mutations, over 60 varieties of Epstein-Barr, herpes simplex 1, 2 mutations of them. Everybody's got all this now. This wasn't around. This somehow got out. I talk in depth about these viruses in these medical medium books. And let's see. And so it just keeps it going. And how viruses actually eat food. So the reason why the eggs are bad is because eggs were used to feed viruses raised in labs 100 plus years ago. This is how all the bugs that everybody's suffering with, with chronic illness and autoimmune, it's because of that. Now, that's all original MM info, but it's still the truth of how it works and how eggs work. It's not like I hate eggs. It's not like, you know, some friend of mine raises their own eggs in the backyard, right. their own chicken is shed. Okay? I don't. Well, I'm like, look, if you're sick and you got all these problems and my friend's always like, oh, my God, I got this wrong with me and that wrong with me. I'm like, well, then you might not want to eat those. Research and science 
tries to tell everybody that viruses don't eat. And so they try to teach everyone that pathogens don't feed, like viruses don't feed on food. I go into great detail, detail in these books about how viruses feed on certain foods. And when you become an expert and you're like, wait, wait a minute, if I avoid that food and I got lupus, I got MS, lupus, neurological Lyme, I got, you know, all kinds of other serious problems, conditions, psoriatic arthritis, whatever it is, RA. If I avoid that food, I may not feed the virus that medical medium says is actually creating my psoriatic arthritis, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, whatever it is. And that's, that's important. So, but if I were to eat eggs from like my backyard farm, I don't have them, I'm saying like, or from like the farmer's market, whatever, would you say those are as toxic possibly as eggs you would buy at a commercial grocery store? If you're going to eat an egg, eat the best egg you can find. Right. Right. So if you're going to eat an egg, eat the best egg you could ever find. But also uh, the hormones, I thought also you're right. You're right about the hormones you're eating. Yeah, well, an egg that's not from a chicken that's been injected with hormones still has a whole bunch of hormones. An egg is a, a ball of hormones. Right. So, but if you're going to eat an egg, always go for the best egg by far. But just know if you have a chronic illness, if you have lupus or RA or fibro or fatigue or, or hundreds of symptoms I talk about in the Brain Saver books in detail, you have that you might want to stay away from the eggs because the eggs were used as a tool back over a hundred years ago by classified medical research and science to feed bugs they've raised in labs that somehow got out all through the years, the early 20th century. So it's important to know. And then, okay, so let's talk, how about the avocado? Because you also are not a big fan of the avocado. The avocado? Yeah. I love avocado. Oh, do you like the avocado? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not that I'm not a fan. It's that if you're... So here's the thing. Yeah. So if you listen to my avocado podcast... I did listen podcast, to it. I thought you didn't really? like the avocado. Oh my God. What podcast were you listening well, to? Well, I thought you said something like you use the avocado... Um, to get someone off of other food, but like, n but avocados are, yes, are not incredible. necessarily great for everybody. And people now, everybody yeah. loves avocado now, but yeah. Like, like if you're going to, if well, you're going to have a double bacon, double cheeseburger. Oh, okay. Yes. Switch that off to an avocado. Yes. Avocado is yes. incredible. And an avocado has healing, you know, phytochemical compounds in it. It's still great. Here's though, here's the problem. How sick are you anyway? Are you bedridden? Are you dealing with MECFS? Are you suffering with some kind of condition of some kind? Are you living with a hundred symptoms? Like so many people who found medical medium information healed themselves of a hundred symptoms that they, they, they yeah. came and found and they healed themselves of a hundred symptoms, right? Are you that person living with a hundred symptoms? And what I recommend in the books, and you'll see the details of why, you might want to back down on the avocado and not make it all about the avocado every day. Lower the avocado consumption. If you're plant-based, lower the nuts, the seeds, the oils, olive oil, the, um, the vegan cheeses. Lower anything that has all the fat in it. That's what happens. Oh, so People you're get... saying that. Okay, because I, 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 I didn't hear the whole part. So I thought you didn't love the avocado necessarily. Yeah. It depends on who you are, basically, and what your diet is and what your yes. other symptoms are. Okay. Yeah. But you, you can go, 
you can go as far as you need to go with the MM info to get that healing to happen. And you might be down that road where I even have to back down off the avocado and the nuts and seeds and the oils and all that too, you know, and, and I need to back down on all that because I need to really lower those fats. And apples, so, you don't like apple cider vinegar, which is like one of those things that everybody now touts as like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. When you're not so sick, you don't, and you're not down and out, you can play around with all the trendy stuff that isn't good for you. You can do practically anything. You can smoke weed. You can do ayahuasca. You can dump all the apple cider vinegar you want in you. You can drink on the weekends because your health scale hasn't tipped. You may, you, you're the bugs inside of you, whatever Epstein Barr or any other bugs haven't gone to town yet. They haven't exploded yet. You're still young. You're indestructible. You're strong. Okay. You can eat a bunch of chocolate, drink some wine on the weekend, you know, smoke a little weed when you want, and then drink a bunch of apple cider vinegar because your doctor says it's fine. You can do all this until that scale is tipped. And when that scale is tipped, now you're like, well, what's wrong with me? And then you're now doctor shopping for real, right? right. You don't know. You, you tip the scale along the way. And here's the scary part. Now you're sick. You're doctor shopping and you're being told, sure, you can have apple cider vinegar still. Sure, you can have this and natural flavors and everything and um, all these different stuff. And, and you can't get, come out of it. You ne you're now managing. So now you're 34 years old and you're just managing. You're like, I'm getting a little better. I'm not as bloated today. My doctor gave me a new microbiome cleanse. I'm going up. I'm going down. It's the same old stuff. And then all you do is need to pick up one more Epstein bar from drinking off somebody's glass. And now you're like, and it's really like, this is, it's everybody's different how it works. And here's the other part. Now you're going to see your doctors all the time, which is great. I recommend people seeing their doctors. I talk to doctors. I work with doctors, whatever. But now you're seeing your doctor and you're getting your blood drawn yeah. all the time. And they're taking away your immune system. But you're hearing that your immune system is all in your gut and it's not in your bloodstream. So you think you're fine, but, but it's not true. Your immune system's all in your blood practically. And then you get more and more sicker from misinformation. And then you end up, you're 38 years old and now you're tanked. You're struggling. You've been misguided, misinformation everywhere. And boom, that's just one out of a you know, thousands of different, you know, scenarios I could paint that happen every day. But the blood draw, you I, you raise a good point because I did hear this, you said this in the book, when you, this is taking agency, right? And like taking ownership of your own health, that when you're saying that the doctors, when they, when you go there, they take so much blood that it, it is reckoning, it's wrecking your immune system. So you can, you can suggest doing a half a vial of blood. For, they don't need the whole vial, yeah. right? Yeah like, I, yeah, like what's really cool in the Brain Saver book, like I go into great detail in the blood draw chapter. If you're somebody and you're thinking, what does this guy know? I don't believe him. If drawing blood was such a problem, then why wouldn't the world stop it? Um, you know, if you go there, you're, you're just, you're losing the point. It's, they're taking too much blood. They don't need a fraction. They actually just need a dot. Did you yeah. know they just needed yeah. a dot? Did you know they can take a dot of blood from a baby and do 10 profiles? That's crazy. <laughs> like, like, it's crazy. So, but what they do is 
they take lots of blood because the system is set up to make you sicker. It's a trap and you go down 10 vials here, seven vials here, four vials here, um, full vials, you know, 14 vials. Oh, I got Lyme disease now, 28 vials, 38 vials. And then that's it. You know, they just throw you away with the trash because that's the industry and that's what they do. You know, so you want to know the detail. I have protocol. If you're going to get blood work, I have detailed protocols in here on how to handle it. Like go to your doctor and say this, right? Like, yeah. do can you give me half vials, quarter vials? And then there's protocols in the book to prepare you before you go to get blood work and prepare you and, and then post blood work. And trust me in here, it doesn't say what, what the blood donor places say, which is, here's a chocolate chip cookie after you just gave me 500. And an apple know, juice. You gave me a bag of blood. You just gave me almost all the blood in your body, a big <laughs> hunk of it. And we're going to give you a little shot of apple juice and a cookie. See you later as you pass out in the parking lot. That's right. No, I think that's a very good piece of advice. So ask, would, have you gone, like, do with it with the doctors well, here's, do that, though? I've never tried it. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's changing now. Like all medical medium information, it changes the industry. It's probably why I'm hated the most, because all of a sudden now people are saying to their doctors, you know, lower the quantity you're removing, take two vials instead of 10, and then have me come back in a week or two weeks and take another two. You know, like there's, there's different ways of doing this. And here's the thing, what people don't realize, the minute you get your blood drawn, and it's a lot of blood, your bone marrow goes into overdrive to create, to replace the immune system. Drinking water, having a cookie won't replace your immune system. It's, you, it takes weeks to replace your immune system. So after you get your blood draw, you're in, in a deficit for weeks, actually months for a lot of people. And why are you at the doctor's office? Because you're already dealing with an immune system problem. You're sick. So now you're getting your immune system removed your bone marrow goes into overdrive, produ producing more immune cells, and you're really in deficit now. It could take six months to bounce your immune system back, and here's the problem. While that's all happening, your symptoms get worse, and here's the scary problem. If anybody's like got their ears on right now, I beg of you just to hear this one, one spot. You, because you're getting sicker from the blood draws, the doctor or the specialist draws even more blood because they're confused and you're getting sicker. So here you are getting sicker from a blood draw, complaining to your doctor, and then he or she says, we got to draw more blood. It's a vicious cycle. It's a trap. I've seen people lose their lives over it. No one talks about it. It's all MM info, but People need to cite it back to the source so they can know how to protect themselves, know the details. It's one thing to say, be careful with the blood draw. It's another to know what's happening inside the books. One of the chapters in the book I dedicated to blood draw. So, so yeah. No, I mean, and, and there's also like just in general, like let's tackle one thing. Cause like I said, there's so many of you have like the, I, by the way, I never, there's something called chronic anger. I saw that in your book. Is that really a thing? Yeah, sure. I mean, definitely. I mean, how do you get rid of that? There, there's people out there chronically angry, just, just chronically it, they can't break it. They try everything they can. They try a lot of management tools. Like anger try management, to master, like that type yeah, of Well, thing. no, they try to, they do know all new age stuff and all spiritual stuff and all like 
and and all that like they go to gurus and they try to they try to master their mind they try to master their thoughts they try to they got all the meditations and the affirmations and they're living by it every minute to try to break the chronic anger but and and i'm not this is important i'm not ripping down any of that any kind of management tool someone can adopt to try to help them to get by you know it's a blessing what i'm saying is getting down to the true core of what's wrong. So here you are, you're dealing with chronic anger or chronic anything. Let's just say chronic anything right. then. And you're trying to manage your life with a lot of different hacks, right? Mm -hmm. Breathe this way, breathe that way, just your neck this way, get a massage here tomorrow, get into the yoga again. I support anything people do to a degree, not all of it, but, to a degree, that's another story. But the point is, is you're managing and I'm about getting to the core of what's wrong. I'm about like, what's really happening? Why is it, why are you chronically angry or why are you chronically sick? Let's get down to that so you don't have to manage so much. What about that 85 year old guy that's a miserable SOB? He's known on his street to be the worst person. Everybody hates him. If you, if you like, you know, the mailman doesn't like the guy. The family members don't like the guy. The guy's always grouchy. He's yelling at everybody. He's 85 years old. He never did a, a he never did a lick of meditation. He never did a single yoga position right. in his life. Right. He never even walked the beach. <laughs> <laughs> he just sat in his house, miserable as hell, not sick, right? He's not managing anything. Doesn't have to manage anything. He's just living his life. Then you got these people and they're sick with all these problems. They're not unhappy. They're not miserable people. They're not angry people either. They're just sick. And they're using all these management tools constantly to try to keep them focused. The personalization they have, they got OCD, they got depression, sadness, they got anger, they got mental struggles, emotional struggles. They're physically sick and they're adopting every single health hack they possibly can, you know, adopt. I'm about getting to the core of what's inside of you that's really going on that you have that's creating your problem. So maybe you can be that other guy, but a happy version where you don't have to manage 24 seven. Right. Like if I was sick, if I was sick, didn't know what to do. And I was just somebody out there and I was sick. I'd be trying every management tool I could find out there too. And then my whole life would be saturated with all the, the hacks and the management tools. But, but when you find out really what's wrong, you're free. It's like, hey, I, could, I don't need to do all that right now. I can start putting my energy to this right now. You know, I can start, I'm feeling better. I don't have to do all morning long and all afternoon long, 20 different management hacks. Then how about- you know, I, could, I could do it if I want. I could do it if I want. Right, but it doesn't get to the but root of the problem. But I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to. What, which case, so because, what would you say are three things that someone can do that can really help their brain health? Like the most, the three top things. There's so many cool tools. Like in the Brain Saver books, there's something called Brain Shot Therapy. I know, I have it written down. When people see these, they're just be like, oh my God. And when they try them, 
look out. It's incredible fast acting relief. Like it's a, it's a charge, man. Like, whoa, wait till they experience it. I like, I like the brain shot therapies because it's exactly for that, but that's just one medical medium tool somebody could use. I mean, they could do the heavy metal detox smoothie or the heavy metal detox cleanses There's seven of them in the books. And they can do that if they need to. That's a tool to start getting things cleaned up. Someone dealing with OCD and ADHD and, and um, bipolar or anything else you're dealing with, like the personalization and all of it. It's, that's a tool in its own. Heck, you want to you just get the books and just know how to do celery juice correctly? That's an incredible tool for the brain. But there's so many. There's just so many. What would you say? Like, what okay, so because celery juice is kind of your, like, the beginning or not the beginning, but like the beginning that I've known you with, what does it actually do and how long will it take to see any type of results? If I, well, the naysayers, the naysayers said, say it does nothing. They say it's just like water. And what else did they say? They say that science and research, you know, thinks it's nothing. What else did they, they say the naysayers just think it's trash, right? They think it's garbage. They think it's too too much sodium. The naysayers, all the all the RDS right. registered dietitian, all the dietitians say no. You know, it's it's this and that. You're better off eating a celery stick. That's You'll hear right. that all the time. You're better off eating a celery stick, chewing one. And the sad part is they're all wrong. So here's how it works: science and research doesn't know what's in our food yet. They don't know. I hate to break it to everybody, but they don't know. They know these basic things, real basic things about what's in a grape, what's in an avocado, what's in a celery stick, real basic things. No one took $250 million, the magic number, gave it to a team of researchers, scientists, and lab technologists, um, technicians, and then decided to take celery juice, juice it, study it, study it, and then take 100 people who are sick, apply it, dissect the juice, learn what's in it. They haven't done that. Nothing. So you'll hear talk about it like it's not good for you or whatever. Well, that's funny because that's all just doesn't exist. It's not real. And they haven't done the research to know what's in it. So here's the thing. Celery juice isn't the sodium that you think it is. Science research looked at one variety of sodium in celery juice, but it's going to take a lot of money and a lot of, a lot of technicians to find the other variety of sodium that's in celery juice. But why would they look? They don't want that answer. You think the industry wants everybody healthy and better? Right, right. Or they're not that. making that I much mean, money. Therefore, you know that. Yeah, they're not making money off of celery juice. But what are the top three benefits of celery juice? If I drink it, sodium. Day, yeah, there's something called sodium cluster salts. They're not called that. It's a medical medium called. I didn't come up with the name. Came from above, called sodium cluster salts. Science and research down the road, fifty years, may call it that, or they may make their own name because they don't want to take the name that. Spirit of Compassion came up with. So the sodium cluster salts go into the body and they break down the sheath that's on a pathogen, the membrane that surrounds a pathogen. So a virus has a membrane on 
and those sodium cluster salts in celery juice, when it touches that pathogen, it starts to eat away at the membrane. That's just one incredible thing that nobody knows about, about celery juice. It's antiviral. So the sodium cluster salts are basically, you can call it a phytochemical compound if you want, goes into the body and it tries, it actually not tries, but when it touches bacteria, antibacterial or viruses, antiviral, it starts to break them down. That's one thing. Celery juice cleans up yeast and mold and things that are inside our gut too, destroys that. But celery juice does something else. It restores your burnt out stomach glands. So here's what's happening. You got all the intermittent fasters out there. They're doing all the caffeine and coffee. I support anybody with that, whatever they do. I mean, I'm, I'm not judging anybody. It's one thing I, I've learned going back since childhood. You can't judge anybody because it's a hard world. You know, people are on caffeine because they're not feeling great. They can't think straight. It gives them clarity. They use it as a crutch to get by. This world is hard. So I don't judge or make fun of anybody who's doing anything. I have no right to do that. And I'll, I'll never do that. But the point is, is that people burn out their stomach glands, like the intermittent fasters that you do, the espressos and the, and the caffeine and everything. They're eating away at their stomach glands. So down the road, they're going to lose all their HCL, their hydrochloric acid that's produced from their stomach glands. They're going to lose that. And then they get the bloating when they're older and all kinds of problems where they won't digest their food, their protein. Their protein will rot inside their gut. So celery juice essentially is the thing that stops rotting proteins in people's guts, undigested proteins, because it's restoring your HCL so you can break down your protein. And then the celery juice does one other thing that's incredible. Goes into the liver, starts to flush out and kill off pathogens, and at the same time, starts to help the liver regenerate so it can build up bile reserves. And once bile reserves are built up in somebody's liver, then they can break down their fats. And that's when someone's getting strong. And I'll be like, you can eat avocado. For you, you're building up your, your bile reserves incredibly. You're going to break down those fats amazingly. You can do an avocado every day. You know, like everybody's different where they are. Yes. So I'm not against yeah. avocado. So that's another thing, the bile reserves. Here's another thing. The celery juice is a complete electrolyte. Everybody's searching for electrolytes. Sports people are looking for electrolytes. Everybody wants an electrolyte drink. Yep. Everybody's trying to do the electrolyte thing, right? You got all those trainers out there and all those people that are like, you know, sports enthusiasts, whatever it is, they all want electrolytes. The only thing on the planet that has a complete electrolyte is celery juice, but science research doesn't know that. But here's something funny. If you're listening to this, you're going to go, well, they don't know it and either do you, because if they don't know it, then you don't. Well, medical medium information, I'm saying this, I'm saying this with an open heart on my sleeve and all this here, right? I got my kick me sign ready on the back. Medical medium information has only been proven right over and over again by science. We have so many situations where science and research proved medical medium information right, but they have never proven medical medium information wrong yet. They've never proven any of it wrong. So when SOC says that the celery juice is a complete electrolyte, they will discover that down the road if they put the money and time into it. 
And it's the only thing on the planet that's a complete electrolyte. Now, where does that bring us? That brings us to brain health. That brings us to mental health. That brings us to mental fortitude. It brings us to our emotional mental state. And it brings us to our central nervous system. So that complete electrolyte is supporting our central nervous system and our mental health included with our physical health, our vagus nerves, you know, all of our nerves, our cranial nerves, they're getting supported by that celery juice. So what does that equal? People do it, they get better. And, but at the same time, you got to do it right. It's not about like, you know, this is my truth and only my truth and your truth is the way to go. No, if you do celery juice wrong and you think that's your truth, then you're wrong. You can't do celery juice wrong because you won't get the full benefits. You just won't. You can't have and lemon. I, you can't do this. You can't, you, got it. you can't mix lemon in it. You see people out there, influencers out there. I put lemon in my celery juice every day because my... RD or my whatever my functional doctor said put lemon in it. I saw somewhere online. It's like no, you're, you, I get it. People want a signature, put their signature on it. A lot of doctors and functional medicine doctors that know MM info because their patients bring the books in. They don't like knowing that it's MM. They'll be like, no, put lemon in it so they can put their signature on it. You know, they can put their yeah. signature. They, they, they just destroyed it for the person. Um. So, okay, here's another thing. Don't put collagen in it, collagen powder. Yeah. I'm putting my collagen powder in here. And here's one other thing. Don't buy celery juice in a store that's sitting on the shelf that has a long shelf life date because it's been high pressure pasteurized. It's HPP. HPP celery juice won't work. So only so, fresh and you have to drink oh, it within how long? Go into the health food store and say, can you juice me some celery juice, please? Or, hey, you guys, is this celery juice that's in this last bottle in the health food store here? Was this just juiced? Yeah, we just juiced that so just recently. We have 24 hours to drink it, 16 hours. How long would you recommend? I mean, you can look, if you juice it yourself, you can stretch it for a little while, but try to drink it right away. But you got a 24 hour timeline. That's really, it's pretty strong. And then if you go 48 hours, you're losing a little bit of its power, but you can still do it. You can go a little bit, but try to drink it when you can. Would you say, and one other thing, the lemon water, I do that every morning. Would you say lemon water is the best way to detox your liver or your body? Okay, yeah. So lemon water, here's, this is like, this is something that's kind of funny. I did not create a lemon. Medical <laughs> medium did not invent a lemon. Nope. Right? So I didn't invent cutting a lemon and squeezing it in water. That's been <laughs> happening for a couple centuries. So I didn't, I didn't create that. Right. Medical medium information, because here's where I get the kicks in the back, yeah. kicks in the ass over yeah. this. Medical medium information is lemon water on an empty stomach first thing in the morning, 16 to 32 ounces. Squeeze lemon into that water. Drink that first thing in the morning you're actually gonna flush the liver of toxins that were waiting all night to be released and, and to get flushed out of the body. So it's the liver flushing and body toxin cleansing flusher, you know? And that's, that's what the MM info was for 35 plus years. But yes, I did not 
create the lemon tree. I did not create putting lemon in water. I did not create lemonade. But your so, spirit of compassion says that that is a really good thing to do for detox. For, for cleansing sections of the liver. And that's the details. It's cleansing liver in the morning. And, and when you do lemon water first thing in the morning, you're giving that liver flush because your liver just packaged up all the toxins all night long, ready to leave your body. And it's the lemon water and the lemon activates the water. The lemon makes the water become living water because lemon is alive. Water is dead. You take your water, whether it's out of a sink or a bottled water or filtered water. Do you care what kind of water? It, it's dead. All water is dead. Do you care though? What kind of water people drink? I, I do, but it's a big water discussion. But like, <laughs> but your water is actually, it's not alive. It was alive when it was in the earth. Right. It was alive when it was in a stream, but it's not alive anymore. It's dead. When you take the lemon, which is alive, the water inside the lemon reactivates the water itself, creating the water into living water. It's that power that creates that flush of the liver first thing in the morning. But once again, I didn't create lemonade. This is where everybody attacks me and they'll attack me online. They'll be like, he didn't start lemons. No, but <laughs> that's true, probably. By the way, guys, if, for those of you, like you've heard the podcast, but if you have not seen them, I highly recommend if you want to get healthy, if you, if, you're, if you care about longevity, overall chronic illnesses, anxiety, depression, anything, his books are definitely something that you should invest in called Brain Saver. He's got, it's all food-based, no medication, all cleanses and recipes and uh, I guess the the amount of people that have have been helped over the years is just is uh, enough of of a review, really. Do you have anything else to add to that? Three hundred symptoms, conditions, protocols. You can take it at your own pace. You can become your own expert. Brain shot therapies, seven heavy metal detox cleanses, hundred over a hundred recipes for the brain. It could, there's a recipe book in these books. I mean, you just, it, there's so much information, but even more than that, it's eye-opening information, mind-opening information, information that's so important for our consciousness so that we don't get duped or tricked and that we actually know the truth. It's when you actually know the truth about what's happening in the industry and your health, it's a different kind of empowerment. And I recommend if you don't want to buy the book, go to the library, get it for free, out for free. If you can, there's two books. Get both books from the library if you want to go that route. Take a look. See what you think. Be the judge yourself. Take a look. and yeah. I want to add one other thing. What I like about, and this is not me just promoting it for the sake of promoting it. These are not the kind of books that you read and you put on your shelf. Like You, could, it, you, you can constantly go mm. to them because... I use them as a as a reference point. Like if you have something and not if you don't feel well, if you feel like something is like you feel sluggish, you feel your brain fog, you feel you have a little bit more anxiety, you can always just reference and go to it and find something that you can do yourself and take agency, which is what I love. Instead of going to the doctor, you can try doing one of these, you know, using one of your recipes that are that's basically food as medicine that I always recommend I would always do first before just taking some kind of antibiotic. So that's what I love about your all your stuff, to be honest. Well, I'm, I'm honored, seriously. And, and to have your support is incredible. 
I really appreciate you having me on here and all of it. I mean, this has just been such an amazing talk. Anybody listening, um, if you're really struggling and suffering, you've been through a lot, just my heart pours out to you. Just know that. Um, and I, I, I just know that when someone is really struggling, you know, people who aren't in that place, they don't know what it's like to walk in that person's shoes. And it's hard for them to understand the person who's struggling. When people aren't sick or they, they're, or they have very mild symptoms, I put them in the not so sick group. Uh, and it's hard to understand someone who's really dealing with the tingles, numbness and the dizziness and aches and pains and the confusion, the brain fog and everything on their son. I can't list them all here, but just so you know that I get it. I understand. Keep a light heart, pat yourself on the back, have compassion just for yourself, please, please, because you're stronger than you even know because you're pushing through this and you're going to get through this. I just want people to know who are struggling that I, um, that I understand. Thank I'm you. trying to understand. I try every day. I try my best to understand. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. It was really, really great speaking with you and I appreciate it. Habits and hustle. Time to get it rolling. Stay up on the grind. Don't stop. Keep it going. Habits and hustle from nothing into something. All out. Hosted by Jennifer Cohen. Visionaries. Tune in. You can get to know them. Be inspired. This is your moment. Excuses. We ain't having that. The Habits and Hustle podcast powered by Habit Nest. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.